Jeffrey Dahmer. Hotel Hell. So hello. Um, hello. 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 Hello, Stephen, our special guest. Yeah, thank you for inviting me here. I hope you guys treat me way better than my own group. <laughs> we will, yes. So today, we're going to be talking about the serial killer, Jeffrey Dahmer, who was born May 21st, 1960, in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. How do you feel about that? Yeah, yeah <laughs> You sound like one of those, like, you know, those, like, typical, like, popular YouTube channels that do the top ten list. Like, top ten murderers or something like that. You you just sound like one of those generic guys, but in a good way. Yeah, so by the time we're done, you're going to wish you hadn't agreed to join us. Okay, so Dharma's first murder was Stephen Mark Hicks. This was, this was in the summer of 1978. Dharma was only 18. He picked up a hitchhiker, Stephen Hicks, and took him home, offering him some alcohol. When they got home, Dharma beat him around the head with a dumbbell and strangled him to death with it. Then he buried the body in his, in his garden. Well, what do you, like, you know the dumbbell? Do you think he had, like, a strong dumbbell? You know those, like, heavy ones? You think he was strong? <laughs> he must have been very strong to beat him to death with it. I don't know. I'm kind of, like, imagining those weak dumbbells, you know? Those, like, oh, the five little pounds. Ones. Yeah, he's just like... <laughs> oh, I can't pick those <laughs> Is it, like, a coincidence that, like, his last name is Hicks and he picked up a hitchhiker? I don't know, I think... No. I don't know. <laughs> and so then, Dharma dug the body back up weeks later and dissolved it in acid. Creepy, isn't it? Mm, yes. Well, yes. oh, jeez. <laughs> One you... of Dharma's next victims was James Doxtator, age 14 years old. Dharma drugged the 14-year-old and then strangled him before burning his flesh from the bones and destroying the bones with a hammer. Then he burnt the rest of the body in acid. Jeez. <laughs> yeah, this dude has a thing for acid. <laughs> Where do you get the acid from? His... Do you steal it from, like, the science lab? Maybe. Gosh. That's actually one of his more tame murders. Okay, then. <laughs> Are you regretting this yet? No. No. Way you... better than my group, honestly. <laughs> because you want to know my group in a nutshell? We They argue. And I have to, like, constantly control them. And, like, you know, got to beat them brutally with this. And I just hit a nerve. We don't advise violence. Um, only yes, to my violence group. is bad. Only to my group members. Mm -hmm. Don't do violence. A.K.A. Jasmine. <laughs> Please don't do violence. Violence is very naughty. I should I should make you leave after threatening to hit people with that. I'm disappointed well, not, in you. 
we let you come here and listen to us talk about a very funny man who likes to hurt people. <laughs> and well, you repay us by threatening us. Well, if you know what I went through, then you will understand. And I guess this is a plug-in to listen to my terrible podcast series, which I don't want to advise because our video series is way better. I'm sorry to interrupt. Yes. So, one of Dharma's other victims was Anthony Sears, aged 26. Dharma strangled him before dismembering the corpse. He cut his head off and kept it as a trophy. He even painted it. Oh, what? Why? Oh. Like, did he, like, gut it out? Yes, he took the body, decapitated it, and removed the flesh from the skull. What colour do you think? he painted it grey. He said grey. He Ooh, kept white. the head in a locker at work. That's... At work. <laughs> hey, guys, here's my recent murder. Don't you like it? Jeffrey, what are you doing? <laughs> Nothing wrong. Just yeah. my head trophy. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Let's see here. Oh, we have another one here. One of Dom's later victims was Konarak Synthesomphone. He was only 14. This was May 27th, 1991. The, the young boy was drugged and experimented on before he was strangled. Dharma took a drill and drilled a hole into his head and injected oh. acid into his brain. Oh. Yep. <laughs> acid again. He's, like, he's just like, oh, I ain't kill him enough. Where's my acid? Yeah. Like, I bet he drinks acid. He's oh. probably immune to it. Probably. He was using the acid in order to create a zombie to keep his victim alive, <laughs> but under his complete control. Although this didn't work. Yeah. So is. the body was dismembered and stored in acid. <laughs> yeah, that's not how zombies work. Did they not watch Return of the Living Dead? Mm, perhaps not. <laughs> Another later murder was Ernest Miller. He was lured back to Dharma's house, where Dharma attempted to drug him, though he didn't have enough pills. So instead, Dharma had to slit his carotid artery before <laughs> photographing and eating him. So he's a cannibal. Yeah? Yes. See, like, we talked about cannibalists also, but it's just, like, in a terrible way. <laughs> so, Dar- this is his caption now. Dharma attempted to lure 32-year-old Tracy Edwards to his house in July 1991. Edwards complied, but soon he was handcuffed. um, Dharma became distracted, though, and Edwards was able to punch him in the face and run to the police. (laughs) The officers couldn't use their handcuff keys to, to remove the handcuffs from Tracy Edwards. So they had to search Dharma's home. There, <laughs> they found a bloody knife under the bed, along with several photos taken by Dharma of his victims and a severed head. Dharma fought back, but they eventually overpowered and handcuffed him. More thorough investigations by the police found four dismembered heads, seven skulls, 
two human hearts and two whole skeletons. My gosh. (laughs) (laughs) However, this isn't the end. While Dharma was serving out his sentence in prison, his fellow inmate Christopher Scarver killed him in 1994. Okay. In 1996, some businessmen raised more than $400,000 to purchase items that Dharma used, and they destroyed them. Many movies have been made about Dharma, including The Jeffrey Dharma Story, An American Nightmare by Donald A. Davis, and My Friend Dharma. He was a bit messed up, wasn't he? Yeah. Why? Why would they want to purchase his items? Well, they, the acid. They purchased <laughs> the items in order to destroy them because they didn't want people to associate the town with him. So that was kind of symbolic to them, um, destroying him. Wow. <laughs> you think we should have done one of his movies for our project and film, Shine? No, <laughs> I think. Uh, no, I mean... It could have been a thriller. Yeah, it could have. <laughs> we could have done something. I don't think that would be very child-friendly. It doesn't matter. We would just have to censor the stuff. Stuff. <laughs> yeah, like him drinking down acid. He's, yeah. He might be acid, man, because he's just obsessive acid. Even though Dharma killed people, he really liked animals. So he cared for animals, but just not people. Oh, okay. <laughs> At least he wasn't evil. Yeah, so like he well, was kind to manual, mammals that couldn't speak English. Yeah. And uh, or like for like mammals he cared for, but not to like ones. Probably except for like do like. Gorillas count as like two legged. Gorillas. Yeah. What? Because he's still. I, no, I he think, likes I th- animals. I know. <laughs> like. I think they're friends. I think they're four. I think, so like. Yeah, well, they count them as four. Okay. Yeah. Oh. Well, why are we talking about gorillas all of a sudden? Because like we were talking about the fact that he likes animals, and I was yeah, like he likes talking animals. about that like if he really cared for like. You know, specific mammals and such. He didn't run a zoo. <laughs> Man, it would have been more like, I guess, I don't know, interesting if he was a zookeeper. But then again, like, I don't know, like, just imagine if it was the opposite, which would be kind of sad. But then again, I don't know what you depend on what's sad. <laughs> so to this day, Dharma's apartment has become famous. It was room number 213. <laughs> 230. 213. 213. Uh, yeah, and who wants to go there? Want to have a field mm. trip? <laughs> yeah, let's go upstairs right now to go to 213. I forgot what. 213. And in that, in that apartment, they kept he kept um, several bodies in huge tubs of acid. To dissolve them. <sighs> you guys should just you guys should just call this the acid episode. Yeah. 
There is a lot of acid in there. <laughs> Did he just not appreciate his like stomach acids or something? Oh. Um, like, well, you, it's, like, it's right though because he did eat them, man. So did he like gain more stomach acid as he ate, cannibalized people to like drink their stomach acid? Well, he only ate the biceps, so it's not <laughs> the biceps just to get more biceps. <laughs> he was trying to get strong. That's it. But I don't just break your arms. Then he wouldn't <laughs> be able to put acid on them, you know. Well, he can yeah. regain. Oh, because he has acid reflex abilities, so he should be able to regrow his arms. Regrow his arms. He's a serial killer, not an X man. <laughs> <laughs> he can make you become a human or a mutant with um, Magneto and such. Yeah, you don't see you don't see Jeffrey Dahmer running around with Patrick Stewart and uh, <laughs> and that bloke who played Wolverine. Huge Jackman, yeah. Huge Jackman. Yeah, huge, huge, huge Jackman. Huge Jackman. Right, well, shall we call that it? I, I think so. this is it. Yeah. Yes, this has gone on for much longer than we anticipated, <laughs> and it's still below the deadline. Well, then. Let's just hope the other bit will make up for that. Ciao. Yes. Bye. Good day. Buenos tardes. Um, Guten Morgen. Hola. E, etc. Ciao. Any last words? Ciao. <laughs>
The place was also a spot for movie stars. How fancy. It's also stated that there's caves right below the hotel. You can hear moaning as a creature or monsters are there. Witnesses have heard laughing and have seen a little girl in black dress wearing no shoes on the stairs, which go into the cave area. You can hear singing there day or night near the old stables. And then visitors have been chased by white lights. Also in the old stables, the sound of horse hooves can still be heard. And the spirits have been killed in the hotel. The spirits of those killed at the hotel have lingered in the building. The spiritual activity attracted a group of black witches who conducted rituals to curse the hotel. In the process, they opened up a portal to hell through a fountain in the front of the hotel. It seems kind of fun. Like, staying there, I feel like it's a, it's a, I know. Like a thrill-seeking adventure. And it's also stated like people will like mm-hmm. just camp outside of the hotel. Right. Yeah. It's one thing being uh, near it and then being in it. It's two different things. And sleeping there, I don't I don't think I will survive. <laughs> um so those are all rumors and these are the like reality. So fortunately most of the claims were merely urban legends. It simply may be a case of a creepy looking abandoned building that attracted rumors. Um and the hotel had apparently burned down only once, and there's no evidence that any murders ever took place there. Akupo never owned the hotel, but may have used it for his moonshine operations. There are also no secret passageways, but the Maribel Caves are nearby. They're merely natural underground caves. Even though the spooky claims have largely been disputed, it remains a scary destination, so much that the country is considering tearing down the hotel. Dang. Yeah. So it's got a lot around it. Yeah. All right. I mean, it's okay because you guys have 14, right? I guess. Should we still talk about it? Should we just, we should just, we should just like go over it. Yeah. Okay. Um, so what stuck out to you? Um, something that like stuck out to me was that like, like the light <laughs> like this <No. laughs> like the light flashing back at you because mm-hmm. that's creepy because yeah. it's like somebody's like sleeping with you yeah. it could be wishful thinking though if, like yeah. somebody just really wants it to be haunted so like uh-huh. they flash a light and then maybe there's like a mirror inside so it's kind of uh-huh. delayed a bit delayed so it goes through the window hits the mirror and then comes back out mm-hmm. something like that just wishful thinking it could be what stuck out to you guys It's interesting that the caves are near there, because uh, yeah. that that's usually that usually tends to be something. Mm-hmm. So when they were talking about the moonshine, that could also be something, because I mean, being drunk kind of yeah. can influence mm-hmm. how you perceive stuff. Uh-huh. So if it's Al Capone's moonshine operation, then that could definitely explain some rumors. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Do you guys like ever think you will actually like, camp outside yes. in this hotel? I feel like it'd be a fun experience because I, I mean, I always like to believe in that stuff, but nothing has ever really happened to me. So I feel like that'd be fun to have uh-huh. something supernatural happen to you. Mm-hmm. Taking you with us. You guys can go by yourself. Yeah. <laughs> and 
Oh, let's talk about the third floor because the, the third floor. Well, it's the number three there. I mean, so there are third floor. There's the third floor, but I feel like the stairs being broken is kind of a bad excuse for not going up there. Yeah. I feel like they are just trying to add some mystery to it just to because people scare what they're scared of what they're, they don't know about. Yeah. But I, I, it would be really cool if, like, like could go to the third floor mm-hmm. because like you can actually like, experience right. stuff that you don't experience on the other floors. The sense is like a mystery, like makes yeah. people even like want to go to it yeah. even more. So you want to go now? No. <laughs> <laughs> uh. So like the witches, that like do the mm-hmm. like ritual. Like, do you guys think that's like? Like for real, like yeah. do you guys believe in like witches well, and stuff? I don't know how much I do believe in any of this stuff. Yeah. I I want to, and it'd be cool, I guess, knowing that you can do certain things like that. But also, I there's never really been any proof to show yeah. me. Yeah, so. I agree. Me too. Like it, like the witches part. I was like, hmm, I don't understand about that. It reminds me. Are you you're you're a sophomore? Right? Yeah. Uh, okay. Or no, freshman. I'm a freshman. Okay, but anyway, you know how sophomore year we read the we did those Oh the Witch's Child. Yeah. yeah. I hated that. Why? Because it was scary. No, just the girls. Yeah. You all know next year, but how much minutes? Okay, there's eight. So let's subtract two minutes from like probably six like minutes, probably. six, yeah. Yeah. So we good? Okay. Yeah, that should yeah, be that's good. like twenty minutes. Good day. Good day. Bye. Bye. Toodaloo. So next time we will be covering Charles Manson. And the Dark Watchers. Uh.